0: tune in to another episode of intellectually petty radio brought to you by m3s3 clothing men make moves and suckers stand still and as always on the mighty 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 nerf dj's radio network shout out to the og himself dj johnny o shout out to t-rex the whole family man y'all already know man i really and even i really i just don't fuck with anybody it's not legendary and a legend call it how you want it Today is absolutely no exception, man. I got Mr. Do-It-All, um, and not from the lords of the underground, but but really Mr. Do-Everything himself, Mr. Mason Parker, in the building. How you doing, bro?
1: I'm doing wonderful, man. I appreciate you having me.
0: Oh, man. Come on, man. The honor is all mine, man. How you doing? How's your family doing?
1: Everybody is good, man. Uh, kids are doing what the kids do. <laughs> um, you know, taking <laughs> ebb and flow of life. because <laughs> um, you know we got 15, 14, 13, then four and two. So you Bruh, your
0: pullout game is trash.
1: <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about that? <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what something funny though. None of them were like pull out kids though. All of them were like, I'm finna shoot this club up. Like were, <laughs> every, every, all of them were deliberate. So I can't really say the pull, the pullout game is actually a back it boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a hell of a way to start a conversation, just, bro. I'm I sorry. Just, I'm petty.
1: I just was like, <laughs> fuck it in those instances. And I mean, there you go. But Yo, was, man. So I've, I've four biological and, and one uh, bonus, but um I, I came into my marriage with two. She had one. Mm -hmm. and then we was like boom boom back to back and uh yeah there's that so
0: yo man there there is no hood better than fatherhood though bro
1: no it's a blessing it strengthens your wife god gave me kids because i needed kids you know what i mean
0: i understand that completely
1: they saved me for sure that they are the reason i'm still here for sure
0: yo okay so so what all you got going on you got you got a lot of ores in the fire if i'm saying that correctly but what all you, you got the, the 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 uh the comic book the you rhyming like what what else you got going on
1: um i am uh one of the uh lead actors in a play called miles and coltrane um which we have some things bubbling um right now i, I can't say too much about it just yet but mm-hmm. Are, uh, an award-winning production that's been around for about 15 years. Uh, we have toured uh, half—I don't know—I'm going to say half the globe, but you know, we've been to French uh, Edinburgh, Scotland, and French, international friends a few times, and all, uh, around the country with that play. And um, you know, it's, it's been well received, and uh, we're, we're trying to take it up another level. We, recently, we had a production upgrade. Um, we just had uh, finished a run uh, at Blumenthal here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm maybe uh about a month or two ago. And um, you know, now we're we're looking to go back on the road and, and, and take it up a notch, man, and really give it to it's a it's a beautiful piece, man. It's really dope. Um it's about it's called Miles and Coltrane Blue Period. Uh and it's about when John Coltrane and Miles Davis got together to do Kind of Blue, the album Kind of Blue, and mm-hmm. kind of follows their life up until that point. And it's it's really dope.
0: Brilliant actor. Yeah. Miles and Coltrane, though? Yeah, it's 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 dope. It's dope. It's dope. Yo. It's heavy. Man. It's heavy. Miles, it's heavy. M- Miles Davis was a wild boy too.
1: Wild boy. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Maz was out there. <laughs> Let me say something. Sultan Omar Alamine, the, the the actor that plays Miles uh Davis mm-hmm. is a fucking maze. Boy is brilliant, brilliant in that role. Um I I and I'm not saying that because I'm in the in the play. It's just mm-hmm. you you if you know Omar and then you see him play Miles, you you like he loses him. I've been on I've been, you know, performing this uh with him for the last decade, and it, you you don't see him anymore. You know, he becomes Miles on and off stage during the whole run because he has to stay in that that pocket because you know miles had like a very unique voice and all yes, that yes. he has to stay right there the whole run he don't talk a lot when he do talk he talks in miles's voice like it's it's amazing to be around him while he's in that character
0: yo all right so so you got that going on you got the comic. tell me about the comic book
1: the comic book is called the paperback hero saga um, so the cool thing about the comic book, you call me Mr. Do It All, and I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to figure out something um, that encompassed everything that I did, right? Uh-huh. I had the idea to do a comic book in 2008, I had the idea to do paperback Hero Saga in 2012, 2013 ish. I got uh-huh. the characters in 2012 and it was actually when we were in scotland doing miles and coltrane that i got the idea that okay i'm gonna put everything together and do a comic book with the soundtrack and a short film and all that stuff and and have it encompass all the things that i do as an artist in one project okay um so funny full circle moment in in, in that regard but um the the reason i came up with that idea was because when we were in scotland Carlos Robinson, Robeson, um, who plays the personification of heroin <laughs> in that play,
0: um, he. Wait, actually, me, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You, you can't just roll over that one. <laughs> what,
1: what, 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 what? You, how you gonna have a play about Miles and Coltrane and not have heroin in there?
0: So much? I mean, I understand, but when you say the personification of heroin, break that down to me for a second.
1: Well, okay, so the play itself was written by a group of poets called Concrete Generation based okay. in Charlotte about twenty years ago okay um, I was actually a part of that group. I did not write for this It's funny because I actually was supposed to write for this play and I did it anyway um it was written by them, and it is a series of monologues and and poems that string together to tell a story basically. okay and, and in in that. Uh, there is a monologue by the personification of heroin because addiction plays such a large part in both of their lives and, and was woven into their genius in such a way that, you know, it, it had a a personality into itself. So there's a a whole piece in the play about their relationship with heroin.
0: I mean, you know what, to be, if we're going to be completely honest, I would say probably as far as music is concerned, mm-hmm. probably about 95% of the greatest artists ever has some type of addiction.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, that's that's what we talk about. The fact that we all kind of struggle with something and there's this blurry line between love and addiction between something that you need um, because it's making you. It's for, it's it's fulfilling you. It's it's giving you a, a, a more fulfilled life, mm-hmm. and something that you need because, uh, but it's slowly killing you. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's um it's a it's a very fine line, and we and that's what we explore in that. Mm-hmm. You know because. The, where did the gen- genius end and the addiction start and, and it's 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 basically um heroin talking back to miles and and john saying you know you got these people out here fool it's yeah. me doing all the work exactly you think <laughs> they they talking about fucking <laughs> <Tyler> my fucking <laughs> ass <laughs> we was out here getting lit boy what you talking about <laughs> you know what i'm saying so <laughs> <No. laughs> The,
0: you know yeah. the wildest shit with that though is uh, uh Ray Charles getting high, man. Like, watching yeah. that movie, man, just I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Ray, <laughs> right, back that was wild.
1: Blackberry combo. Conv- that was my favorite part in that whole movie when he was fucking oh, the old lady. Um,
0: your man yeah. was wild,
1: Ray, Ray, a wild Ray.
0: blind dude.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god. Yeah, but yeah, you're so, right, man. Addiction is is definitely a prevalent thing just in in artists.
0: Period. Yeah. Just uh, totally off topic. But there's a guy I want you to look up. In case you're uh, looking for inspiration to do another play. And his name is Abraham Bolden. This was years ago when I first started the podcast. It's the first person I interviewed. And I'm telling you, this brother's story is fucking okay. amazing. One of the fir- I, I, I want to say he was the first Pinker- black Pinkerton uh, detective. Uh, the first brother to to personally guard the president. Yes, st- st- t- man. Dude, story, man. They tried to kill this nigga. They they <laughs> they, they, they put him in a, in, a, in a nut house. It, y- your get man's it. story yeah, is right, rid of him, huh? yeah they was well he was uh Kennedy you know was the president he was guarding and some of the uh, other Secret Service. Well, you know he was the only brother and the other ones was showing up to work drunk. They they didn't like the nigga, you know. Mm-hmm. They was openly talking about if this nigga falls off. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm just saying, like that's a story so, that just like absolutely it. needs to be so told. It,
1: did you say Balden or Baldwin? Bolden. Bolden.
0: I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. All right, cool. Bolden. Yeah. All right, so correct and I, I gotta uh if you ever want to listen to the witch because Mo- it was like the first interview i've ever did and to be quite honest it wasn't even an interview it was this brother telling the story and us just shutting up wow yeah i'm on that i'm on that yeah I'm sure. I'm yeah here. i'll absolutely send that to you um hip-hop yeah okay so and and you know why we don't let me let me start off with this i saw an article and it was saying that uh that this year there have, there have not been any number one hip hop songs or or, or anything. Wow, what are your thoughts on that? Why do you think that is?
1: Mm hmm. That's what my thoughts is because <laughs> the reason I feel that way is because like of just where I feel like hip hop is as a whole right now. It's it's too. It's always been a a. a, a a beautiful tool for capitalism. That's why they use it to advertise everything because it's just we have a braggadocious I'm bigger than you culture. So it just fits in with marketing and advertising and making things bigger than life, right? Um, I think the issue is, is that we have pushed that past like substance on the on the on the whole because I mean, you still have like J. Cole, Kendrick, all that stuff. It's not like it doesn't exist. It's Mm -hmm. just that you have to dig so you have to be so intentional about finding it. Thanks. You know, and so and and they do that on purpose. Like if you really want it, you gotta go get it. You know (laughs) what I mean? They're not gonna make it easy for you to find because they're gonna drown it out with everything else they want you to hear. I used to work in radio, so I when they call it programming, they call it that shit for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? So there's a reason why you hear the same six songs or at least the same six labels all fucking day. You know what I mean? So, I bother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, honestly, it, you can't even be mad at it because it's honestly returning back to what radio, mainstream radio, FM radio used to, what it was meant for. Because originally, FM radio was really just for commercials. And then they started playing music between the commercials to keep people's attention. And then eventually it kind of flip flop. I
0: think but, I know that.
1: Yeah, originally, it was just for an advertising tool for, for companies, and they just used to play like little music in, you know, in between um, to keep people listening to the
0: commercials. <laughs> you, you know what, though? Like I was talking to somebody about the same topic earlier today, and yeah. my take on it is, is that podcasting, they have been able to to shift the focus from music, hip hop wise, to podcasting doing the same thing. Because the ones that are like really big, yeah. with a few exceptions, typically it's on some, they, they follow a bunch of gang shit. It's yeah. a bunch, you know, and no disrespect to anybody. I like gang shit just as much as the next nigga. <laughs> but I I, I I also, you know, would like to hear like Dr. Umar, or mm. I also would like, and I'm not the biggest Tariq fan, was... no disrespect, but I, yeah, exactly. Um, but what they've done is they've shifted the, the, the weight from from this to that. And since they, they've noticed that radio listening is not what it used to be. So, they say, right. you know what? We're going to put this energy over here. Now, nah, you know, you got people getting paid thousands of dollars for interviews. The same right. people pushing the same shit. Shout out to Boosie. Right. Respectfully. But Boosie say some wild shit and don't I care. Just-
1: I, I really think that they are the people. The numbers are showing you that people are high. Ty- they all right. They, they, I posted something on. I think you may have liked it. Actually, I posted something on Facebook earlier today. Mm-hmm. It said some artists make art, or not even just some artists. Because if you're a dope artist, you have that dichotomy or that ability yeah. to to do both. But. There's art that's designed to help you deal with your reality. And then there's art that's designed to help you escape your reality. Both of them yeah. are necessary. However, the lack of balance is what's the problem. Because honestly, think about it. If FM radio was nothing but like to live quality and Lupe all fucking day, it'd be like, God damn, I just want a two step at some point. You know, what those I mean? dudes
0: can't make songs, though. I'm sorry.
1: It's- okay touche maybe you know what i'm saying but even with that arguable point aside
0: i get what you're saying the
1: fact of the matter is if if all of it was the inverse you know what i mean like if i was all serious and intellectual like like your your very title is is balanced like intellectually petty it's it's like we can be both you know what i'm saying like we can be light heavy you know what yes. I mean? That's what hip hop was always supposed to be. It was supposed to be equal representation for every Chuck D. You have to have a flavor, flavor. That's yes. how it worked. Yeah. But now we just got flavor, 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 you know, getting thrown in our face and it's everything is like super gangster and super hypersexual. And there, there's nothing of substance to feed people and to like, like, Really like meet people with where they're at and help them deal with it. We just have a fucking pandemic, dog, and y'all still out here trying to act like we just like niggas is dying that ain't never died before, according to Trump. And y'all out here just like I mean,
0: well, you can only die once, bro. <laughs> I don't
1: know, according to Trump. I don't know. I don't know. He said they ain't never died before. So apparently, know, there's out uh, people out here that have died more than
0: once. You know what's interesting though is um matter of fact i had an interesting conversation with daddy O. that's That's a sign. yeah uh,
1: i'll tell you a story later go
0: ahead uh we were chilling you know he came he was still cleveland i went down there to holler at him and his peoples and we had an interesting conversation about chuck d who who i i've I've interviewed and did an absolutely horrible interview let me put that out there (laughs) that was that was my fault it was me however (laughs) And looking back, he was kind of part of the problem. Mm-hmm. How so? Because we and and I'm speaking from from a personal experience needed him to be the Black Panthers forever. Mm-hmm. And he started fucking with rock groups mm-hmm. and white dudes. Mm-hmm. And it made me lose hope.
1: Mm you felt like he was doing too much
0: like i felt like you went from fight the power to
1: that's all friending the power yeah (laughs) i i could dig it
0: and i I, I, I don't think that he necessarily i think from his standpoint it was just a musical journey Mm -hmm. but for a lot of young brothers out there like you represented something that nobody else represented and you did it, well, I won't say nobody else. You know, you had X-Clan, you had Poor Righteous Teachers, but you were the apex of black power. Yeah. And when you decided, okay, well I can do both, I don't think you realized that we didn't want you to do both.
1: And I think that artists like me and artists just like, I, I use him to live um, common, um, every conscious, uh, righteous, Lauryn Hill, mm-hmm. you know all, all those artists that had this image that boxed them into such a corner where they really couldn't do anything. They couldn't be a complete person. They can't. You can't keep that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, you because it, unfortunately, well, I mean, I ain't gonna say unfortunately, but it, it just naturally limits you and your shelf life because uh, of you're, you're limiting the people who you're able to resonate with simply because of an aesthetic, I guess you could say, or preferred yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. and I get what you're saying completely, but from an artist standpoint, if you're thinking about longevity too, it's like, if I still wanna be doing this 30 years from now, or if I still wanna be able to make a, make money off of my creativity 30 years from now, Then I need to expand my creativity. Like I went from spoken word to hip hop to, you know, acting to putting, you know, putting everything together um, in one project. And so it just, there's a natural evolution, there's a natural progression where you have to like get bigger, get more.
0: You know what I mean? Red Red man has been Red man.
1: Yeah, but his, his brand still was able to evolve because he had at the cornerstone of it something that crossed our borders, which was weed. You know what I mean? So it, it, you have to have something about you that's bigger, that's universal. You know what I mean? And and him and meth had that appeal. Yeah, not not not, and not. I ain't gonna say completely because of weed, but that was definitely like how high. All that that branding right there, like yeah, yeah, and like that stoner branding, like they that was very intentional. You know what I mean?
0: Because they they were they were able to 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 cross over without trying to cross out
1: exactly. And that's what you had. So in studying that, you know, Mm -hmm. that's I know that's what I try to create for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, it was the ability. A, an image that or a brand that gave me the room to become something else if i as 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 needed but still be me because yeah. at my core I am these things i these and that's what when I was really thinking about at the beginning of my career when I was really thinking about my brand you know i I thought about what four or five words really like define who I am that mm. will never ever ever change you know what I mean like I'm always gonna love comic books I'm always gonna love hip hop. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all there's certain things that are just always going to be in me. And that and 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 because of that, it will always resonate with other people. I'm always going to be a father. I'm always going to be black. I'm always going to be a man. And if you can't, I'm always going to be American for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And so. Depending on what conversation we have, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, but the point is, is that you at least two of those things you can relate to no matter who you are, no matter who you are, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, we all kind of like want the same things. And so I sell, uh, I, I don't want to say lifestyle, but I sell the, the every man. Okay. You know I mean? And and that's, that's my brand is like the, the commonality. Um, okay. some, some people is like, I'm bigger than life. And then, you know, some people is. This is, this is the things that bring us together. And I think those are the people that last the longest, like Pop, for example.
0: So what do you prefer most?
1: Um, right now, at this stage in my life, probably acting in, in the comic. Okay. Um, it allows me to be less like... I don't know. This allows me to be more laid back and less like like people want their rappers like brash and you know it's just especially in this climate. You know what I'm saying? Like, but
0: the biggest rappers are not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and I and I I think it has a lot to do with the market that I'm in um, because we're sharp. Like, all right. So the way she, and it's cool because did I... did the
0: baby fuck it up for you?
1: No, nah, no, nah, the baby is very much a product of his uh, of his market. You know the, the the it's not it's not that because you got to remember we got Luke too that signed the Dreamville so that's literally like the two types of Charlotte cats basically okay Oh, um, you got the babies of Charlotte and you got Luke to Charlotte and at some point they we all intersect really
0: Um your man was just giving a clinic on how to fuck up the bag though just
1: <laughs> well I mean he getting the bag now shoot you know what I'm saying like I, he, <laughs> no. I will say I'll say this you know he he definitely in my opinion you know went through a lot of growing pains and and from the outside looking in what we would say unnecessary bullshit. um and you know at some points it became difficult to to like root for for him doing what he was doing and shit, just as a as a fan uh you know and an outsider yeah. but i will say that his persistence and his grind back to the spotlight has been nothing short of of crazy to watch. You know what I mean? Cause it's definitely happened. You got, I mean, it's not charting number one, as you already said, but uh, the fact that he is doing what he's doing after going through what he's going through is, is, is kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: I I will give him
1: that. And I
0: will say, I will say this. I'll, I'll say one thing. Um, I won't say a clinic on fucking up the bag, but I, I, I misspoke on that one. What I'll say is he demonstrated how difficult it can be mm-hmm. to go from one extreme culturally to another. Yeah. Without. Yeah. Truly yeah. understanding that you need to change some things about yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't I can't completely blame him. Like if you pick any random nigga out the hood and give him a, a, a seven figures, so you got it's the, not going to go well for a lot of niggas.
1: When he when he got I mean since we're talking about it went and and us in Charlotte especially if you on the scene in Charlotte you're closer to mm-hmm. the situation than, than most. Um, you know when they got when he got on like they said don't Interscope said don't change shit. So why would he change shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you if you got on by that whole I don't give a fuck thing, like that's your thing. Like I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's who he is. So why would he all of a sudden start to give a fuck? If
0: that's you see that's the, that's the problem. Listening you know to what? a record company that's invested in you fucking up, it's right. gonna make their they bread right. they want you to go all right. the way to the line and cross it so they can make as much money as possible and then replace you.
1: But if you know you if you notice though now the 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 brashness, the, the I don't give a fuck energy is a mm-hmm. lot more directed and intentional. It's not just I don't give a fuck about shit. It's 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 got all the energy. Now, I don't yeah. give a fuck energy, but it's it's all music. It, it's yeah. like all the a lot of the antics and a lot of the extracurricular shit has gone away, so that people can focus on the 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 product.
0: You know, what yeah. I mean? yeah. So, and I, I'm wishing the best for the brother. I really,
1: yeah, am. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I it's. I, I as the first dude from Charlotte to be that big, you know what I mean. I just I watch and I, I study and I you know I just he he's in a position to be the first in anything is it's is tough. is heavy. Yeah. So when I saw that it was him, I was like he was because you know in Charlotte before him it was who's going to be the, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been on the scene for a minute, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of people come and go and, and all this other stuff and all the people that we thought were going to be the baby before the baby. So, you know, for, for him to, to, to do what he's doing is, is tough in, in itself and, and it's, there's no, no road map to it. So I, I get it.
0: I so get it. Who, who was the dopest in Charlotte? Like 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 the, the underground in Charlotte. <laughs> okay. Nah, I didn't even let you finish the question. I'm fucking with you. what you say? <laughs> you know what I'm about to say, nigga. Like go, go ahead. Like tell me. Like who, you know, who was the dopest in Charlotte? Yeah, like, the baby aside. Like, 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 like who was the one that everybody thought? Oh. Or was it uh, him?
1: My man, my man three, uh, formerly known as S dub. Um okay. B at one point, I know a lot of people thought, Oh, he about to go at some point um i took a little longer than other people because of various reasons um and then you got uh let's see who else I what my man if you want to really throw it back Nam. um my man royalty uh my man she- uh cheszy boy who's actually doing videography for pd pablo now big shout out to cheszy boy uh my man uh who else uh well, T B., he's not from Charlotte, but he's posted up in Charlotte. He actually owns uh, Romeo's vegan spot. So go check him out if you can. Um and then you I'm got not find no vegan spot, bro. Well, you well, there's a lot of people who are vegans, okay? Yeah. I'm not they they're
0: they not watching me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My business partner is a vegan. And um, but she's like she's been vegan since birth though, so she's different. Like she's literally never not
0: been vegan you know it's crazy man um i don't know what was this last what was the last month or the month before anyway my oldest granddaughter um like my oldest daughter and her family are are vegans mm-hmm. and they always be trying to trick me into eating some shit. so she decided <laughs> she wanted to uh do a show with me which yeah. was so fucking phenomenal um but she had me trying out vegan food
1: yeah oh my god was
0: it good some of it wasn't bad the
1: hot dogs. Vegan food is good if you don't know what the non-vegan version tastes like.
0: Yeah, you know that's I mean? that's my biggest complaint with vegan shit. Is stop trying to make comparable shit and just right. be cool with having your own shit.
1: Right. Stop trying to like squish up pecans and shit and tell me it's Alfredo because it's not. Okay. It's not. It says squish <laughs> it's yeah, just
0: squish pecans. I'm coming <laughs> Like, and and ap- apparently, you're, I'm, I'm, no disrespect to your partner, but apparently she watching. <laughs> oh, she's that? Not- <laughs> she made a comment. I thought she did. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> she over there throwing potatoes at the, <laughs> the screen. And- shit. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, I couldn't help
1: myself. Oh, man. Oh, big shout out to my business partner, Jamika.
0: All right, so wow, that's harsh.
1: Um uh, <laughs> <right>? F y'all <laughs> well, okay, so last okay, so last summer I took the team to LA. Um and uh while we were out there, of course she made us promise that we was gonna go to a vegan spot. So you we went to this vegan spot off of Melrose or some shit. And um, it was cool. It was good. It was good. It was. It was good. It was. I finished it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I made the mistake of getting um, Alfredo because I like. You know? And so, I shouldn't have done that. I should have been experimental. If I'm going to be experimental, you know, I should be experimental. No,
0: go with the pancakes, bruh. I'm telling you. can cannot fuck up vegan pancakes. I've had them, and they were delicious.
1: I don't even know if that was an option. I think we went to some Italian restaurant. So, that's what we was working with.
0: They got Italian vegan?
1: In L.A., they do. Oh,
0: wow. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that, bro.
1: That's what happened. Uh-huh. So
0: it, wasn't and-
1: a, it wasn't a good decision on my part to get the Alfredo. I should have probably went with a non-cream based cuz you know I mean if if you're going to go vegan why would you try to get a replacement for the literally the most non-vegan thing you could possibly order you know what I'm saying if yeah. that's what your shit is then you probably going to be extra critical of that yeah, so like thing
0: I'm not that. getting vegan chicken
1: that might not be, no the the they can the meat replacements ain't bad though like Tell I, I had tell a
0: hot know. dog, bro, and but, she was apt. To, it was like eating that? dog paws. It was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all
1: right, she, she gonna beat me up, and you ain't gotta deal with it. I do. Yeah,
0: I don't. You know what? So fire away. <laughs> and I and let me. I don't want to get you in too much trouble. All right, so so the comic book. Uh Talk to me about the main characters, and and are they based off of somebody? How yeah. far do you want to go with the comic book? Let me get the whole rundown.
1: All right, so the comic book is is it starts off based on on me as the main character, except instead of Mason Parker, my character's name is Mason Myers. Um, Mason Myers uh, basically is. You know, he's a he's an MC. He has a nominal following. He's doing this thing. He's not like super famous or nothing like that. He's but he's 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 got momentum. Um, Then his father dies and he actually has to uh, go uh, or he kind of begrudgingly. He knows that it's his responsibility to go help out his aunt, uh, his aunt D in the family bookstore called The Portal. uh, That's been in the uh, family since the 1930s. So once he he goes there, um, he, you know, he's already kind of like wrestling with, you know, wanting to uh, kind of pour himself into his work uh, to kind of deal with his father's death. Um, mm-hmm. Also having to be present and deal with the responsibility of uh, not only helping out in the bookstore and making sure that the family business stays intact and stays afloat, but also carrying on the uh, the the family legacy and, and his father's responsibility within the family. Um, and so uh, as as he uh, uh, stays there longer, you know, this guy named Aristotle Crane, um, this tech mogul uh, business developer, um, just, you know, tech, uh, a business guy, a business mobile, who just kind of appeared maybe a couple of decades, like around like the, the, the 60s or so. Uh, nobody really knows where from, but... Uh he he came and uh, while Mason is working at the bookstore and he he makes like this really aggressive offer uh on on the bookstore, uh wanting to buy the property, he got his henchmen and his goons with him and everything. And you know, Mason comes out from the back and he's he's all concerned and everything. And um of course at that point he realizes that there's a lot more to this property, this bookstore, this legacy that he thought initially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now he has to figure out how he's not only going to um, uphold that, but also kind of preserve, make his own mark. You know what I mean? The responsibility that he has in part is that of an Alusana. And the Alusana, as it turns out, have been basically like these interdimensional uh, guardians or like a police uh, force, as it may, um, ever since the Great War. Um, and, uh, he he's responsible, uh, or they have been responsible for the last millennia of preserving the balance between the realms. And so now he's on this like otherworldly adventure and his responsibilities continue to mount. And, uh, he, he has to preserve that balance as we were talking about earlier in the interview, it's all about balance. So the the running theme in the, in the comic book is about growth and why it's uncomfortable but necessary for us to get to the next level and unlock the greatness that lives within us so as we go through the art you know we see him uh you know really figure out that balance how he's going to not only carry on the legacy but also make it his and and, and correct past wrongs and uh break generational curses and really make mm. make things like his own um so the, the story about how he goes from Alusana to the bookkeeper is where we get the title from Paperback Hero Saga, Book One, The Bookkeeper. And the bookkeeper's responsibility is far beyond that of just an Alusana. And you learn more about that
0: as you read the book. Yo, like, I, I, I need the book now. You can get
1: it. You can get that that
0: you, can, you yeah, can get it. I, 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 I want to buy the book. How do I go about doing that?
1: Where do I go? Um, so as of uh, June 24th, uh, you can go on I am and you can order your merch. You can order physical copies of the book. You can download a digital copy of the book. You can listen to the soundtrack and you will be able to watch the short film uh, that goes along with the comic book. Um, now, if you can't quite wait that long, the short film is already out. It's uh, on okay. YouTube and on my website. And if you're in Charlotte, you can stop by Heroes Aren't Hard to Find. Uh, that's uh, off of Central Avenue in Charlotte. Um, Heroes Aren't Hard to Find or off of 7th Street, depending on which way you're coming uh, from out of uptown. But uh, it'll be available there as of Sunday. Uh, so you can stop by there and just request it. If they've already sold out of copies, they will order it for.
0: You. Yo, um, you rock with Black Gun Owners Magazine. Do I rock with it? Um, <laughs> look I don't on, look them up on IG. Uh, yeah,
1: I, the... I will. I don't follow them already, but I'm not a guest. You should, <laughs> and okay. they would
0: absolutely be supportive of what you're doing, bro. Trust me. No, oh,
1: okay, I would definitely. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I... Um, and 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 my guess is like he's big in Black Gun Ownership. Um, and in the community, and knows everybody. But my guess is what you got mm-hmm. would be very uh welcomed mm-hmm. in, in not just that community, but a lot, a lot of communities you know around the country where, where black folks are, are prevalent and prominent and may not necessarily be uh front page. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of niggas out there with some money, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you absolutely. I that's one thing I learned in my my stint living you know in l a and and having being that close to that the industry and 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 it's out here it's out here it's just out here you just gotta
0: you because I like the premise like like i'm 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 listening to it and i i when some things when you hear it you can see it mm hmm and if you can see it, when you're listening to it, it makes you way more interested. And I can see like the visuals of what you're talking about without ever having having seen a character. Absolutely.
1: That's, that's,
0: dope. that's dope. So are you, are you writing this, or are you like the face, or, or how does this work?
1: I am everything. I, I, uh, I, I came up with the idea. I wrote it. Um, me and uh, a friend of mine named Cordelia Gant came up with the story together. Um, she poked holes in my original idea and then we did some stitching and, and figured out some things and she helped me come up with the original story and then I came back and uh made some more adjustments on my I don't
0: know what happened. He just froze up. Eh? Did I lose you? You back now though. Hey, all right, cool. Yeah, it just uh, froze up there for a second. stream streamguard would be know, on some bullshit, but anyway. So <laughs>
1: <know>. <laughs>
0: it's all good, man.
1: Uh, but nah, so uh, yeah, the character is uh, based on me or whatever, and I wrote everything, and I did all the music. And, well, I didn't produce it, but I wrote all the music. Um, and of course, because the character is based on me, I uh, scripted and star in the short film. Um, so, you know, I really just wanted to show showcase you know all the things that i i do but of course i can't do all those things without a really dope production team without really dope illustrators without really dope and this comic book thing i'm new to the comic book industry mm-hmm. so you know why yeah, why I, comic book though bro i just i well i'm new to the comic book industry i ain't new to comic book i've been
0: okay who you, who you who's your favorite comic book
1: i i'm a dork So um, <laughs> um my favorite comic book is Batman by far. By far.
0: Which Batman you prefer?
1: Movie-wise? Movie-wise? Yeah. That's a good. So are we talking about the actor or are we talking about the actual movie? The actor. He- Which Batman? Keaton. He- 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 who? Keaton. The OG. Keaton. Keaton. The, the re- okay. I literally just was talking to somebody about this. The reason the way you gauge greatness is by comparison. Right? Right. Okay, so every superhero that be coming out, if they're supposed to be super strong, they always compare them to who? Superman. Right? Right. So right. So obviously Superman's the strongest. If and and argue with your mama, if everybody that come out uh since Kobe it gets compared to Jordan, then obviously Jordan is the standard, right? Until there's another standard, until another generation comes and says, you know what? Is he as good as X?
0: Right? I don't hear nobody comparing Keaton, uh, sir. What you talking about? Who I don't compare? Who the bro? Who don't compare Keaton? I what's mean, what's yeah. my man? Is the Batman? Na- nah, what, what's his name? Huh? What's the nigga name now? This Batman?
1: Uh, uh, uh not Bale. Um, is it Ben Affleck? Twilight nigga. Um, no. It, well, they got Batfleck. It depends on what universe you're talking about, right? So you got Batfleck who's active right now. Keaton just came back. And then,
0: um, yeah, I mean, but you like 70 now. Like, you I can't, mean, uh, you know, you, you you in the flash. That's not your movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, no. So, uh, I cannot think of Pattinson, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson um, is the best. I, is is I the think, B- well, I, I, uh, it depends on. So, I, I like Batfleck for playing an older Batman. I like.
0: They gave him a trash ass movie though, cause that Batman versus Superman movie was absolutely the worst. I swear. Yeah. Oh my god, that was dumpster juice! Nah. First off, that's not like Superman. Like literally, could just beat you up. And like, and and I fuck with Batman because he's real. Well, okay, real quote quote unquote. Um, question. What's that?
1: Have you read? Or are you familiar with the storyline that that movie is based on? No. Okay. I'm gonna put you on some game. You gave me some homework. I'm gonna give you some homework. Gotcha. So you need to um, you need to read, or at least they, they actually have an animated uh, movie on uh, on it on Max. I gotta I remember what the title is, but the actual storyline is Dark Knights one, two, and three. Okay. So. Um, you need to read Dark Knights 1, 2, and 3 and you will see how, where they got all that from and you will see how dope that story actually is and you'll see how much they fucked it up. So, all they, like the source material is there. Marvel does a great job of, even if they veer off of of the source material, they use it in such a way that it makes sense and it's satisfactory to people who are familiar with the source material. DC just be like doing whatever the fuck they want to do.
0: Marvel's gotten trashier, though too. Marvel I, 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 I want to say there. I want to say right. since uh, I want since they since uh since Disney got involved. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's kind of gotten uh What movie was that that I was watching that was just I'm like, "Oh my god, that was just uh" And then one of the more recent ones too.
1: Multiverse of Madness. No, nah, I did not Very good.
0: What in the multiverse? Oh, oh uh, uh 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 oh, what's my man with the cape? Doctor Strange, the second That's
1: one. That's multiverse, man.
0: Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. That was horrible, bro. That was horrible. Matter of fact, the Guardians of the Galaxy shit, man, was but, extremely but my disappointing. View, my
1: view, you you got to remember, though. You may not know, but Disney's been Disney's own Marvel since Iron Man. It's just that after they got out of that, so it's just that the phases, the first what four phases or whatever were executed. Chef's uh, kiss, like, yeah. you yes. know what I mean. And then what happened is, like anything, when it gets too big or too popular, and the machine starts rolling, it starts getting mucked up. You know what I mean. So that's mm-hmm. why they actually fired the people who were over that whole, all that trend, that whole like, uh, Good. Excuse, that whole period. of yeah. like, They should. I don't know where y'all from. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they just fired those cats and replaced them with somebody else. I can't remember.
0: Although I will say the Wolverine movies. Have been like that. The whole Wolverine series for me, you like that phenomenal, loved it. Yes, mm. Mm. yes. They mm. were more like, first, first off, he gets beat up a lot, which, yeah. which, which he, he gets beat up all the time, yeah. but it humanizes him because he can't die. Somehow, in my mind, that humanizes him, even though he can't die, although he did, <laughs> you know, like, yes. but. They put a good storyline with him. Like the first Doctor Strange, the storyline coupled with his powers was phenomenal. I'm glued.
1: Wolverine Origins lost me at Deadpool. When they, when their version of Deadpool, do you remember their version of Deadpool? Uh, A
0: little bit, but that don't count. (laughs) No. That don't
1: count. What do you mean it don't count?
0: That don't count. They wish it didn't count. <laughs>
1: <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> again, it was okay. Yeah. It was not- I
0: fucked with Deadpool though. Deadpool is hilarious. I fuck,
1: I fuck with Deadpool, the uh, the Ryan Reynolds version. Well, they're both Ryan Reynolds, but I fuck with the Deadpool trilogy that Ryan Reynolds has produced. I that's how Deadpool should have been. But the Deadpool, the, the motherfucker is literally called the Merc with the Mouth. Do you recall in Wolverine origins that they literally sold this motherfucker's mouth shut. No. They did. So, if if so here's the thing. Like they they if if you don't know, you can't be mad about it, but if you know, then it's like, "Man, y'all fucking up, man." Cuz like you 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 like it because you didn't know. But if you knew how far they strayed from what like the original
0: comic yeah. material,
1: yeah. They they getting over on you, man. They cheating you.
0: Well, and you I, know what? See, I'm I'm not a comic. I'm I'm typically not a comic book person. Never have that. I'm
1: here to protect you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like my ignorance. No, some of the shit I don't want to know.
1: I'm,
0: but it.
1: it, it,
0: it I'm it cool goes. being in the matrix on this.
1: All right. I I'm cool. Enjoy, enjoy. Ignorance is bliss. Th- enjoy
0: right, bliss. Don't wake me up, nigga. Don't fuck. Don't fuck it up <laughs> no, for me.
1: I, I'm not gonna fuck up Wolverine for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck up Wolverine. For you. I want you to live, and I want you to be fulfilled, and I want you
0: to be happy. All right. So, what's next for you, though?
1: Um, what's next for me is trying to make a lot of money off of this project. Um, and by doing that, um. No, uh, no. Nah, nah, seriously, I want to make a lot of money off the project, but more importantly, I want the people who the project uh, affects to really like it and for it to resonate. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like if it does that, then it will naturally have a long shelf life and make me the money that it's supposed to make me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a business, and we trying to, um, you know, definitely keep the lights on. But if it was all about a check, I would have had a deal a long time ago. Trust me um so trade shows comic cons concerts um the beautiful thing about this project is that i can push it everywhere because there's so many different facets mm-hmm. uh, so you know we have the we, we have hero con this weekend I uh, have a juneteenth um show this weekend i'm doing my workshop this weekend uh, a dreamer's journey uh the course what's that week- about so the, the Dreamer's Journey workshop um, is basically where I teach people how to do what I've had to learn how to do through, I guess, hard knocks, which is basically balancing, you know, there goes that word again, balancing uh, life with okay. passion and and trying to figure out how to uh, tap into your, your creativity, how to tap into your creative cycle, how to understand it um when life get the life in and how to preserve your momentum um when it comes to pursuing those passions whether it be uh you know you trying to make a living off of it or you just trying to make sure you carve out the time to go to karaoke every weekend Mm -hmm. because that makes you happy you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. whatever it may be on whatever level um I, i i teach folk how to uh find the find the fulfillment in the life that they already have by kind of shifting their paradigm and helping them to see things a little differently uh, or go about things a little differently um and, and tapping into that creativity by teaching people that you know what creativity actually is because a lot of folks don't realize that they're creative because they associate it with the performing arts and they got no. around yeah well
0: Absolutely.
1: whereas creativity right is connecting dots so connecting two two points of synergy and uh and sources that otherwise may not be related to each other so you know you gotta you figure out how to bring this over here and make one thing and that's that's creative you do that you know uh we all do that in some way form or fashion so that's what the workshop is about when um,
0: is the workshop
1: it's this week, um it's this weekend at the charlotte art league um and it's free Uh, Because it's a part of the Network and Chill Foundation Juneteenth uh, uh, celebration that will be at Charlotte Art League uh, pretty much all day. I don't know the exact times, but I know that the workshop starts. Well, we know we actually start things at three. And then Mm -hmm. uh, I have a uh, a set, um, a musical set at five o'clock. So um, if you are around, come through. Uh, The workshop is free. Um, you can get uh, tickets to the uh, actual celebration at the Network and Chill Foundation Inc. Instagram page. So okay,
0: do that. and do me a favor, uh, tag me in the post of the visual to the uh, the comic book too. I will do that. Yeah, I definitely, would, definitely, definitely want, definitely want uh And and keep me in the loop, bro. I will. I will,
1: man. I will. Like this has been like super fun. I, I I really enjoyed uh talking to you man and I'm definitely going to make sure that you stay posted on what we got going next cuz there's a lot of things I am telling you man cuz there's a lot of things No I like,
0: just I'm just like I'm, I'm thinking to myself just do, do, don't don't get your partner mad at me bro you oh, nah, he pissed nah. her off enough Nah, <laughs> nah,
1: nah. I nah. I think she's had time to you know you know she's a tourist though so I oh, don't know you know, it's
0: his fault, ma'am. She might hold on to that for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go eat some apricots just to, <laughs> just to, to, to level out the balance of yeah, the universe. Yeah, yeah. You, you,
1: you, gotta, you gotta, you gotta get a, you gotta get a, a lettuce
0: wrap. Oh. oh my god! Yo. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Hey, I got family. You know, like my granddaughter, she she been trying. They, they try. All right.
1: They, they try? You know,
0: and it was a couple of things that I did enjoy. Uh, wow. Hashtag never forget. That's patty. Yeah. <laughs> that is pat- I, had, t- I had a cheesesteak today. So. Oh, that's, that's delicious right there. Um, I'm trying to think what it was. It was a couple of things that, that uh, like tofu was, oh, that's horrible. Um, tofu. Oh, tofu. oh yeah. tofu.
1: I wouldn't know. I never did to- that to myself.
0: Oh, my God. That was horrible. I'm trying to think, man, it was like three things because she had me try six different things. And half of them I was like, okay, I'll try but I can't remember. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You can look on my page, man. It's me and Boogie. Um uh, and check that out. Uh yeah, but it, it, shout out to y'all think we care what y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> she talks yeah, I, so kind, I, I know. You. I, yeah, I kind of do. I did. you see well, yeah, you seem a little upset. Steak, 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 steak.
1: I'm sorry. No vegans for Harvard. in making
0: of this podcast. No. And, you know, I really got some good friends that are vegans, too, man. Um my
1: best friends are vegan? You sound
0: horrible. Right? I, I will. Yeah, that's a little, little <laughs> bit. Um, the desserts, the vegan desserts were delicious. I, oh, my God. Like, they, so, are, uh, they are. Vegan brownies. Not sure what the difference is. The boys was you know banging. What
1: vegan that I do fuck with liquor. Who? Liquor.
0: They got I'm vegan fine. liquor.
1: It's all vegan.
0: Oh, I'm about to say I didn't know there was another kind. No. Um, that's what I'm saying. And so whatever I mean,
1: you if, drink, you're going vegan.
0: If it makes you feel better, I don't know what your partner's name is, but she brought up heart disease. I'd have had a whole ass heart attack before and heart surgery. Yeah, so I definitely am a product of, of, of shit that I didn't put in my system. Man. You uh, you drinking that red wine,
1: though. You, you, yeah. You, you yeah. it right now. Yeah.
0: It is, it, it, you know. Oh, and it's a nice little ass little glass, too. I had to show that off. I don't know if you can see yeah. that. Man. I know. It's I a, seen it.
1: Like, I, and you know what? I was going to break the DeSarono out, and I was like, nah, I'm going to wait. And then here you go.
0: I got to oh, have a little something, something, you know, it's a little yeah. something, something. <laughs> Hey, um, before we go, is there anything you want to say to anybody you want to, you know, anything you want to shout out or, you know, how people get in contact with you? They, they want to pay you for your services. They want you on tour, whatever the case, how they get in t- touch with you. Um,
1: well you can, whatever the, the case may be, you can start your search at I Whether or not you want to book me, uh, whether or not you want merchandise, want more information, uh, want to buy the Baby back hero saga. Everything is on i am Mason Um, even links to all my social uh, medias or whatever your favorite social media platform is that you want to follow me on you will find it on i am masonparker.com um, so yeah
0: okay uh, before we let you go, top five dead or alive who you got
1: ooh uh, top five so after three it get kind of murky all right um in no particular art dialogue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're about to hang
0: up on your ass, bro. <laughs>
1: um, I got Pop. Um, he influenced me the most. Um, I got Biggie because I feel like he influenced modern day rap the most. Oh, I di- completely disagree. But go ahead. I, I'm talking about cadence and style. I'm talking completely
0: that. disagree. But go ahead.
1: Well, I'm not talking about. Well, hold on now, because I'm gonna let you go
0: here. I'm gonna let you go here. Let ahead. me
1: finish, okay? Because after him <laughs> is Kaz, okay, Grandmaster Kaz. And I said no particular order. And I say Grandmaster Kaz because he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. I
0: don't
1: know if you knew that, he's but not. yeah. Who's your favorite rapper?
0: My favorite rapper would be Tupac.
1: Okay. You can trace tupac's influence back to kaz
0: i mean just because you created english doesn't mean that <laughs> every book thereafter is is a result you, of your you, influence per se
1: but you but okay and you know what but wait, wait, we, wait. any context on this top five
0: mind you. oh wait, wait. my bad my bad my bad i'm poking you, holes in your top five oh, okay so so, so we got going, uh tupac oh, we got oh, biggie listen. and Grandmaster Cass. <laughs> who else you got all
1: right um because each slot is based on different criteria just mind you
0: okay. so
1: after that i got um entree 3000 um and then after that i got mm, Nas. i'm gonna say <sighs> who's your top five sir i mean well, you I think what? i got a solid top five who's your top five I need. Well, enough. I definitely,
0: I definitely would have Tupac in there. Okay. Um, I, I would, I would, I may throw Nas in there, but I'm definitely putting Scarface in there.
1: Okay. All right. That's fair.
0: Yeah. Like, especially from down south. Like, if we're gonna do down south. Like, Scarface is by far for me.
1: Yeah. But that but, makes that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because Scar-, Scar Scarface is like one of the goats. Like, I just can't see a top five without Scarface.
1: Well, you well, I, in which I'm just think I'm 37, right? I'm, so- I'm
0: 51. Right. I've been and I, know, since, I, yeah. I know,
1: I know. So Scarface for you makes complete sense, just like Andre Three Thousand for me makes complete sense. That's literally the soundtrack of my entire college existence. So, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, like if we was doing groups, Outcast would be probably number one, number two for me.
1: That's a that's a fact. That's I mean, yeah, group, like, group it kind of
0: goes between for me. Groups goes back and forth between Outcast and Bone. Bone, um, bone, bone, yeah. uh, bone I, has has changed the sound of hip-hop probably more than any other group ever
1: i'll say bone is number one most slept on as far as influence of of hip-hop yeah they are are probably one of the most most slept on group yeah i would agree with that and i don't understand how
0: but yeah i would absolutely agree with that well because they're from cleveland and cleveland is not a major market market
1: that, that makes sense I mean, you know, uh, and the guy that found that found them, you know, unfortunately passed away early, so there was no chance for them to really like
0: ride. And at, to be quite know. honest, Crossroads was a gift and a curse for them. Hmm. It was to to so big, even though they were a huge group. That song,
1: yeah,
0: is Bone Thugs in Harmony to a lot of people. That's facts. So yeah. it overshadows, you know, first of the month, thuggish, ruggish, bum. Like it overshadows the catalog of hits that they got.
1: But to me, I just don't understand how they, one of the only people that literally got songs with both Pac and Biggie Why they were actually still here on this earth. And still they, active. Still active. One of the last people to, to be able to say that. And they don't get, like, I don't know. They just don't get near as much recognition for the
0: doing that as I as I think they should and oh, the songs God. are crazy like classic crazy and classic. when you actually like like I know a lot of people have trouble understanding what they're saying so? read the lyrics <laughs> them yeah. niggas had bars bars it wasn't just yeah nah, they, they were spitting they some bars. shit yeah,
1: yeah. they were spitting some shit yeah very they
0: underrated um women so I got I got what I got Tupac I got um, uh I got uh Scarface I got uh, uh. I guess today I'll say LL. Um, rakim has got to go in there definitely. Um, and who would I put at five today? Because it, it like the LL changes go goes and comes. Um, I might have to rock with Nas. Okay, all right, yeah. that's
1: yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can I can It's all that's the biggest that's the biggest uh, <laughs> thing I love about art. It's all relative. Yeah.
0: Oh, and the Paperback Hero Saga drops on June 24th. It does drop on June
1: 24th. And, she put that uh, in there.
0: I had to make sure I uh, I, I threw that out there before okay. we dipped. Um, and I appreciate that that she said it was a good convo, great interview. Appreciate yeah. that. I tried.
1: Hey, hey, I definitely enjoyed myself, bro. Uh,
0: oh, no doubt, man. Yeah. Same here, man. And whenever you're ready to come back, man, you're always welcome. Um let me go ahead and wrap it up so I get out of here. I got to work in the morning. I'm old. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. You know, I only got one nap today. Oh, it's just unsanitary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to sleep by these kids, too. So,
0: yeah. Yo, but, and, and happy Father's Day, bro.
1: Yes, thank you very much. Are you a father?
0: I am. Happy Father's Day to you as well. You know, and for anybody out there that's that's watching, um, if you happen to watch this before June 18th, happy Father's Today, Father's Day to you. And if you watch it after June 18th, fuck you. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I just just, just, just just playing with you. Um <laughs> Happy Father's Day still. Fuck <laughs> you. Right. On oh, that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god really? uh on that note man we out of here man y'all have a good one peace to you and your whole team man um and don't forget man paperback hero saga and check out all the festivities in charlotte this weekend man pretty fire man um on that note man we out man have a good one
1: god stay safe
0: peace yo oh and don't let me forget man we Shout out to the Nerve DJ's radio, man. Gotta show love to the family. Shout out to uh, T-Rex. Shout out to Big Hef. Shout out to DJ Johnny O. Y'all already know, man, it's every Thursday. Um, next Thursday, we got 10 Wise in the building. On that note, man, this is Jobs. This is another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And I'm out.